0: Yeah. Five LSU. I say they are ready for the LSU. No, they ain't ready for the LSU. Huh? They ain't ready for the LSU. No, they ain't ready for the LSU in the league if you looking for talent lsu going hard but we beat alabama then we going out to florida drown the gators everybody getting bucked when we step in the stadium this is lsu anthem you know it's a hit you don't know another rapper two step like this see me streaming out the window yelling purple and gold i'm an lsu fan girl you know how we roll now back back and back it on up hey back back and back it on up hey back back and back it on
1: up hey back back and back it on up hey we are live. Welcome back and into the Tigers Avenue here on a Monday uh, edition following uh, a W for the Tigers down in the plains of Auburn, Alabama. Um, we're going to get into a, a recap, obviously, of, of the game uh, and whatnot <coughs> um, uh, here in a little bit. Uh, Zach. <coughs> Uh, tell me this i mean it's monday night it's monday night why do we have tacos on monday night it's supposed to be taco tuesday we why would we not just flip the it just (laughs) ruins the week i I mean i'm 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 thrown for a loop now you had tacos tonight we had tacos tonight on a monday what are you doing? <laughs> we ain't got taco meal. Oh, I mean, we had homemade tacos, but yeah,
0: I'm not that fancy. Uh, you know, I doordash. so
1: I don't know if do. I don't know if you know, browning some, some ground beef in a pan and then having a little fixings on the side is that fancy either. But <laughs> Well,
0: yeah. I, I had a steak, I I mean, <coughs> and you know some some of those like Cinnabon Popper things. That was pretty good. Yeah.
1: So my, my I feel like my equilibrium's thrown off just a little bit. I mean, I don't know why we did that, but anyways. Anyways. How's the fantasy doing, Zach? How's the fantasy? I, I mean I don't I don't know about you, Zach, but I really love fantasy football. And fantasy football has gotten me so much more into NFL football than sure. I used to. I mean, for all of our fans uh um who know or, well who don't know, excuse me, Zach and I never Growing up, we didn't watch NFL football that much. I mean, I mean, we watched LSU on Saturday, and we went to church on Sunday morning. I mean, that's just how it went. That's what and, it is. and and yeah, and it, 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 in the afternoons, you know, if there was a game on, we might would watch it. Um, but we were never we were never huge into the NFL. Um, but now I watch every football game I possibly can on <laughs> on Saturdays and Sundays. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Uh, I I mean. NFL, I have grown to love it uh, over the past few years. Uh, and I can thank fantasy football for a lot of that. I mean, I mean, keeping up with fantasy football is uh, a joy to me on Sundays. It's great. It's great. And I'll tell you what was really great is even though the Saints did not win, Chris Olave put up 17 points for me in my flex spot. So That's at 830 in the morning, I was kind of happy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was, it was an early game. It definitely was an early game. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely disappointed that uh, you know that New Orleans didn't win. Uh, they've they've really struggled to start the season. But you know, Cincinnati's kind of bounced back. Struggled. Yeah, they've they've Oof. struggled mightily. But Cincinnati's bounced back, and I'm you know I'm I'm happy with that. Obviously, um, and, oh absolutely. Yeah, unless Brendan Ayuk decides to go off <laughs> in the second half of this game, I think I'm safe to win tonight, and that'll be. I've only lost one game this season, and it was because Tyreek Hill had a really bad game. But uh, unless Brandon Aiyuk just decides to go off in the second half, I think I'll be okay. So yeah. I'm I'm, I'm kind of hoping and praying. I'm I'm like, let me see. I'm like 10 points. I'm 11 <laughs> points up right now. I'm 11 points up right now. No so touchdowns. No touchdowns. No touchdowns, Brandon Aiyuk. <laughs> Don't score a touchdown. A two-point conversion, fine. That's fine. Don't score a touchdown, please.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I've, I've kind of, I've already won my game uh, and and I have Matthew Stafford playing tonight. So I'm just kind of like adding, you know, adding stats. I mean, I mean, I guess you could say, you know, if adding points for like a tiebreaker for the top spot or whatever. Uh, so, because you know, your boy, your boy's pretty good at fantasy. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the running for things. Uh, so all the extra points I can get, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm totally down. Although Matt Stafford hasn't been quite as good as he was last year so far in the season. Yeah. um. But, I mean, it is what it is. Zach, I kind of wanted to go around the SEC uh, <coughs> for this this past weekend, um, <coughs> specifically uh, Georgia. Oh, my God. Uh, this is the second week in a row that Georgia – has struggled struggled yeah i I mean i was i was gonna avoid struggled but i think that's the right word i mean they've struggled i mean kent state they allowed 22 points um mizzou i mean beat you for three quarters i mean straight up uh I, i i mean i gotta be honest i didn't watch the kent state game close by any means like i didn't I yeah, I didn't like watch it at all. I just,
0: like, you know, saw that they were kind of struggling. I was like, oh, interesting. Right,
1: right. And and so, but this past weekend, uh, you know, watching the LSU game, you know, was happening at the same time. Um, the clicker. You're kind of, like, watching the score, watching the score. And I was like, okay, I got to turn this on. So, I, would, like, get my phone out. And, like, as the LSU games, I'm just kind of keeping up on my phone with that game. But, you know, the, the, the Georgia Bulldogs – Pulled it off, but 26 to 22. Whew, I mean, they're no longer the top team in the country. Now, if Zach, I, I don't know about you, but for me, they for me, I don't think they should have lost the top spot. I don't, I don't know uh, if that was deserving. I mean, you I, won the I, game. I would
0: disagree because they, they struck, they've looked bad the last two weeks. But it wasn't like <laughs> they dropped them after last week. Like, they could have dropped them after last week struggling to Kent State sure. and Alabama absolutely dominating uh, Missouri Vanderbilt or not Missouri Vanderbilt
1: Vanderbilt, but
0: then they struggle again this week against sure. a not great Missouri team and Alabama dominates a ranked opponent in Arkansas. Sure, sure. so I I, I actually kind of I understand that, um, but yeah. to, to follow up that Reagan. Is Missouri better than we were thinking?
1: No, no, Missouri's no. not. No, okay. no, Missouri's not that good. Uh, I mean, they they've they've lost to Auburn already. Um, they got blown out by Kansas State. Um, I mean, they played Abilene Christian probably closer than uh, an SEC team should. Um, so. No, they're they're not that good. I, I mean, here's the reality of it. I, um, it's an SEC East matchup. It was a nighttime game in Columbia. Uh, maybe a bit of looking ahead for Georgia. Um, uh, kind of caught in a trap game, uh, but I mean, they they won, so they keep going on undefeated. But I mean, that's two that's two weeks in a row now. They they've kind of had a scare that. Uh, uh, for them, uh, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Another, another big one for this week, uh, is was the Ole Miss Kentucky game. Um, and I've got to tell you, he he got co-freshman of the week. But forgive me if I mispronounce this guy's name. I know his last name is Judkins, but it's it's like Quinshon Judkins. Yeah, the running back. He is the true freshman running back for He's Ole good. Miss. He's good. The dude is a stud. Yeah, he's good. He's stud. their best running back.
0: I know you got Zach Evans and the other guy. But he is their best running their back. Best running he back.
1: is better than Zach Evans. He's better than Bentley. Um, I agree. He, I, I mean, rushed for over 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh, did he have maybe, did he have two? No, he, I think he had one touchdown. He had the long run. I know that. Yeah, the one he broke loose. The one he broke loose for. Yeah, one touchdown, 100, 106 for, and one touchdown. That dude is a stud. He is a problem. Uh, And that was a great game. I mean, just in general, our buddy Jesse got to go watch that game in person down in Oxford. Um, Again, now I haven't said this on the show, uh, but I have, you know, kind of believed this the entire time. Will Levis is far overrated, far overrated. Uh, I think he is a good quarterback. But the hype around Will Levis, like being like the third best quarterback in this draft, like potential, you know, round one guy. I I ain't seen it. Like well, he ain't got think, he doesn't have an offensive line this year. I mean, I get it, but yeah, last they're, year they're
0: like arguably the worst <laughs> offensive line in there. sure.
1: But I mean, last year they argued that you know, you know, Kentucky was one of the best offensive lines. And He had a good season, but it wasn't just, like, incredible. But he also had – you know, he had Wandell Robinson to throw to last year who broke the single-season record uh, for receiving for Kentucky. Um, I don't know. I I just don't know if the hype around Will Levis is is, uh, warranted. I I think there needs to be way more hype around Hendon Hooker. And I will say it here publicly – on the show, um, I was wrong about Hendon Hooker. I, I wasn't bought in. I wanted to see some more uh, with Hinden Hooker. The dude's proved himself. The, the dude is incredible. He's and, and I, honestly, he should be in the Heisman. I, I'm not saying he should be the Heisman winner at this point, but he should be in the Heisman talks. The dude is ridiculously good, um, and and is not getting enough tension attention for 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 what he's been doing for. As much as, like, Will Levis has gotten it. Because, I mean, I can't remember who reported it. Um, shoot, what's that dude's name? Mm, he's a big sports media guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, but, I mean, he reported that there was, like, like six, seven different, like, NFL scouts there to watch Will Levis on Saturday. And it wasn't that impressive. Wasn't that impressive. Now, I mean, I know he dislocated his finger and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, that, that was brutal. Um, he,
0: like, comes up and he's like, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that like was yeah,
1: Watching that live, I was like, oh, gosh. You know, I mean, that was brutal. Of course, like, they went over there. popped
0: there and, this back into place, real Yeah, quick. You know, popped
1: it back, taped it up.
0: Uh, you know, it's supposed to be facing north and south.
1: And it's <laughs> west. I mean, th- if I, thankfully <coughs> for him, you know, it wasn't the, the throwing hand, yeah. uh, which was big. Um, I mean you, you think about I, I think of like plays like where his receivers really made more of it than probably it was his throw, if that makes sense. uh like he got the ball to them, but the receivers made more happen yeah. uh the 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 kid, the the other co-freshman of the week, Brown, Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's receiver number two, that dude's really yeah, he's, good. Yeah, he's good, bro. I he, mean, he, on special teams, he's a problem. He almost housed um, it twice. He he should have housed it the one time, his and his player time. literally tripped him up. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he there was nothing but green in front of him. He had beat everybody. Yep. Uh, and, that I, I mean, honestly, they end up not getting in the end zone there. So, <laughs> I mean, that was huge. That was a huge moment in that game. Yep. Um, but, I mean, you think about – you know, as an NFL scout down there at the end of the game, um, Will Levis literally throws the go ahead touchdown, but he didn't make sure that everyone was set. Was set yeah. And as a veteran quarterback in a moment like that, in a in a uh hostile environment, um, you know, big time game, he got too quick. And and he he rushed it and did not make sure everybody was set. And for me, I'm like, as a veteran guy like that, now like the third year quarterback, uh, you got to make sure everybody's set on that play. I mean, you literally took the lead with that. Um, that was a good
0: I, game, man. It was, a, but Kentucky left a lot lot to be desired. 100 oh, I mean, percent. They had the two PATs that were missed. They, have, of course, had the missed yep. field goal that was very makeable they had the kickoff return that should have been housed that wasn't and like you said ended up you know they got nothing out of it yep so yeah like kentucky they they left a lot to be desired on that field i mean i know kentucky yep. almost you know won but kentucky definitely easily could have won that game
1: yeah uh, and they should have um in in my opinion they should have <clears throat> um but Ole Miss, I will say their defense looks really good. Um uh, it looks it looks much more improved than what it had. I mean I mean uh the week before their offense got blanked in the second half against Tulsa, and that was way closer of a game than it needed to be for Ole Miss. Yeah. Um so and, and earlier in the year, it, they didn't look very impressive, but their their <coughs> defensive front got a lot of pressure at the end, and and ultimately won them the game with the with the strip sack there at the end. Um, so was it the strip sack? They kind of batted it out of his hand as he's going to throw. Yeah. So I guess it is a strip sack. Um, I mean that was that was huge. They sealed the game. So uh, I was impressed with their defense. I really was. Um, I think their DBs is a problem. Uh, for Ole Miss, uh, it's not a strength by any means. Uh, their defensive front is good, though. Yeah, uh, it's solid. Which, of course, I mean we're we're talking about the SEC. Uh, defensive fronts are going to be great. Um, Mississippi State, Zach. How about that? How how much Dude. how good does that make LSU look? Oh, it makes LSU
0: look <laughs> great. I mean, now you're looking at the Texas and m game and going, "Oh, shoot, we can we can win." Like, and we'll get into this, but. LSU LSU there's a lot of teams that LSU is going to face where LSU's strength is another team's weakness <clears throat> and that's going to keep and I'll talk about this later but that's going to keep LSU in a lot of ball games it really is yeah uh it and it showed against Auburn it showed against Mississippi State um it showed against Florida State uh, in the second half, and yeah, Texas A&M went out and they completely just dominated A&M's defense, which was you know kind of surprising because yeah. everybody looked at A&M's defense was like, well, you know, they can't score, but man, they got an awesome, awesome defense.
1: Not true. Well, Bro, they're frauds. They, they are frauds.
0: They really are, man. Dude, they're about to go. Th- they're about to go th- to three and three. You talking and, about? Hot like, season. at the end of the season, like, <laughs> Jimbo's going to have a worse record than Kevin Sumlin did in the amount of time that Kevin Sumlin was there,
1: which is crazy. If it trends this way, yeah. If it trends this uh, way. I mean, you're going to lose to Bama this weekend. You're about to they lose to Bama. Bama. It's ain't ain't Tuscaloosa. Bama in Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. Ain't happening.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, look what Bama yeah. did. Bama, Bama had Bryce Young go down and dominated Arkansas – in the fourth quarter, now Arkansas, you know Arkansas looked good. They that made it quarter. close
1: for a minute. Yeah, they made it close they made for it a
0: close. little bit, and everybody kind of like flipped the channels, like "oh shoot!" And then as soon as everybody, everybody flipped the channel, um, the backup quarterback right back for back Alabama yep. went off, and you know Amari yep. Gibbs busted a seventy-five yarder, and the rest was history. So, yeah, um, it seems like things have shifted a little bit more towards what we kind of expected um at least in the west maybe not so much for am but you know it it seems very evident that uh Alabama is the top dog in the west uh and you're gonna have to go through them I know we've we've had a couple of weeks early on where it was like uh maybe the west is pretty wide open but after yeah. the, these last two weeks man it looks like Alabama's got it locked up pretty well and I know I know I know saying that sounds like well duh, but I mean I mean I think considering, the week two and week three performances by Alabama you were going uh, maybe Alabama is as great as they are and then sure enough they got whipped into shape um and they look they look pretty good they look pretty good uh looks like looks like there's nobody that's gonna stop them
1: yeah I, I mean <sighs>
0: Arkansas's got a really bad all- defense though Arkansas's got a really bad defense
1: yeah. I'm going to tell you right now that yes, Bama's probably the the favorite to win the West now. I mean, now that everything started to play out 100%, they they're the favorite to win it. But it ain't I I feel like, I hate to say this cuz it's freaking Alabama. Um, but it just doesn't feel like the Bama that you're used to seeing, like complete dominance with everything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they they found their receivers this weekend. I mean, I mean they did that Isaiah Bond kid, uh, Prentice, whoever he is. But like the guys you expected to be their dudes, that dude from that transferred from Louisville, um, who is he?
0: Jermaine Burton also. Uh,
1: Jermaine Burton, like <clears throat> they're not there. Yeah. Um, and the receivers were concerned for Alabama for a few weeks. So, uh. I mean, hopefully – well, not hopefully. We hope they don't. <laughs> but, I mean, they want to keep doing what they did this this past weekend with their receivers because it's been lacking. Um, but, look, going back to Mississippi State, LSU held Will Rogers to 214 yards passing on 24 passes with only six more passes, so 31 – or, excuse me, seven. Seven more passes. AM allowed 329 yards receiving. Wow. Seven more. Just seven more passes. Three touchdowns. Um, yeah, AM's a fraud. Um, and I think that this state win looks so much better for LSU now. And also I want to talk about for a second why in the absolute world is Mississippi State ranked higher than LSU? I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. it. Because they played a ranked opponent. It was a A ranked opponent, but I think everybody who has common sense can realize that A&M ain't what they expected. Yeah. Like, they're frauds. So, for them to go and dominate A&M the way they did after literally A&M lost to Appalachian State, like, are we forgetting that? Are we forgetting that? To put... State then above LSU after LSU beat them by 15 points. For me, it's kind of ridiculous. For, I mean, for me though, inexcus- know,
0: I'm honestly I I don't think either team should be rated right now. To be honest, sure, with you. sure. Um, the only reason I think both teams got rated was because of the so crazy losses. amount of losses. Yeah. Like we talked, we've talked about
1: there were ten, ten yeah. There's there's like, there right a, a
0: lot of losses. Um, and the lower half of <laughs> the top 25, or should I, should I say upper half, you know, from 15 yeah. to 25, there was a lot of losses. Damn. So, like, that's probably the one that's probably a big reason why LSU and state got ranked, and both of them barely got ranked. Um, but True. yeah, I, I have to agree with you. Like, I, I don't really understand why state would be ranked higher than LSU, even with the win over Texas AM. Um, I mean they played them at home, LSU played State at home. So, and I mean State beat the brakes off of AM. so like no. and, and like you said LSU beat State straight up yep. uh by 15 points. So, that's that's kind of confusing to me, but um I don't I don't think it matters honestly, Reagan. It really doesn't matter cuz the rest of the season is going to play out. Um and LSU's got to got to get some work done on uh this weekend against a very tough, stiff Tennessee team, which we'll talk about that Friday. But I think you just let it play out.
1: Absolutely. All right, what's up, Tyler Townsend? Good to see you in here. Appreciate you hopping in, man. Uh, Really appreciate that. Bobby Watts, nice hat, Zach. Yeah, of course. Of course. (laughs) Of course. My my Uh, place
0: of of work. (laughs) My place of labor. (laughs)
1: So, Zach, I mean, let's get into the game. Uh, We've kind of gone through the SEC and talked about our fantasy and whatnot. So, let's get into uh, the game. Um, Man, it was a lot closer than you wanted it to be. It was was far closer than you wanted it to be. Let me tell y'all something.
0: Um, To to interrupt you, Reagan, whenever Reagan's not replying to me during a game, I know he's frustrated.
1: Yeah, um,
0: and he wasn't replying to me in the game. He didn't reply to me at all
1: during the game. Did I not? (laughs) Not once. Did you? Oh my bad. Yeah. Well, well, I was
0: frustrated too.
1: Well, the reality is, here's why I probably didn't reply to you. Uh, is because I start getting other texts and I set my phone away because I don't want to see other texts. Yeah, yeah. And so I miss yours. So. that's that's probably what's happening
0: blood man come
1: on well yeah anyways um it was far closer than it needed to be i mean we both predicted and we were wrong uh i mean everybody predicted uh hey this is gonna be a huge game you know probably a blowout for lsu uh they're in shambles you know this is robbie ashford's whatever um they're on their third center now um like Brian Harson's out the door. But in true LSU versus Auburn fashion, yeah. it was a very LSU Auburn esque game. I mean, it was it was exactly what we should have expected um out of an LSU Auburn game. Uh I don't know why. We, we tried to sell ourselves that it was just going to be this route um, when in historically it does not matter who's good, who's not good, who's whatever. <coughs> this is a game that is always close. I mean, 2019, you dominate just about everybody you play, and Auburn comes into LSU, uh, into Death Valley, your own stadium. And makes it a very close game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a it was an LSU Auburn game. You go down seventeen, you show heart, you show grit, you show fight. You don't tap out, um, which has been talked about a lot uh, with Brian Kelly and in his presser. You know, this is a quality that this team has. They're not going to give up. They're going to fight. Uh, and it's a great quality to have as a team. It, I mean, it is. I mean, you don't want a team who's just going to lay down and die. Uh, and it's it's really good to see um, a team that really fights and doesn't give up, especially with the last two seasons and how it has been uh, when teams did give up. Uh, yeah. There were games when your team did just lay down and die. Um, you get punched in the mouth hard. Um, and you come out and you keep fighting and you find a way, uh, Zach, I mean, what were your initial thoughts, uh, and, and takeaways for this game? Um, and, and then maybe we can get into somewhat of a recap of the game kind of chronologically.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you know, we'll also discuss at the end, you know, some, some big concerns moving forward. Cause I think there, there is some, Sure, it's um, always positives as Regan mentioned, you know, their grit to fight back. I mean, you were down 17 and nothing um and in Jordan Hare and, 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 and you yeah. could get nothing nothing going offensively um and there's a lot that we'll talk about of why for and and some big concerns uh because of that you know at the end of the show but you know i know that a lot of people are going to maybe disagree with me or be like ah nah but i i truly believe that the slow, some part of the slow start was aided by the injury. That's oh,
1: I was, I was absolutely going to say that. I yeah. 100% agree. Like 100%. Think
0: about the emotions that you have coming into a football game, especially uh, yeah. a game like that, and on yep. the road. Like the boys are hyped. They're hyped up. Let's go! Like they're ready to roll. They're ready to go and go down the field and punch somebody in the mouth. Yep. And, and start out the game strong. And, and, I mean, you see it all the time at the beginning of football games. You see guys <laughs> go down there and they make the tackle on the kickoff and they're just like, whoo, let's go. You know, they're getting up jumping around. It's hype. And to start the game off, you have a major – what looks like a major injury. Now, thank thank goodness, you know, it turned out he was okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and nothing crazy or serious ma- majorly, but, you know – you have a really scary moment there with seven banks and they have to take his face mask off and they have to bring out the cart and they have to bring out the stretcher and you don't really see him moving. And it's a really scary moment that completely drains your emotions.
1: I mean, the stadium went silent.
0: The stadium went silent. And how stupid, how stupid was that of a call to, to call targeting? It's not even targeting.
1: Dude hit him in the hip.
0: He hit him in the hip. The there rule, has to be. The uh, rule is literally a lunge towards the head or neck area.
1: With the crown of your helmet, yeah.
0: With the crown of your helmet, you're telling me that the man's hip is targeting because that's that's his neck to head area. It's not. The hip is not his neck head. That's way far off. Now, did he lead with the helmet? Yes, he did, and that's what caused the injury, and Definitely. that's why coaches are coaching players to keep your head up when you tackle. Keep your head up. So yes, he no. led with this the crown of his helmet, but he hit him in the dead gum side of the hip. Like he didn't even spear towards the target. What is the targeting call? Head or neck area? Like yeah. it's it was. I mean, and even the even the Auburn fans were booing. Even the Auburn fans were absolutely just. It, it was
1: indecent. It. it was indecent. I,
0: it was. I mean, I, it, it was a wrong call. It was the wrong call. Not only was it, not only was it. Indecent that they they made that call, but it was the wrong call. It, it wasn't even targeting. Because by my I don't know about you, Reagan, but I'm pretty sure the definition of targeting is leading by the crown of the helmet in a spearing way towards the head or neck area of the other player and he hit him in
1: the side of the hill. I, I yeah, I, I mean I viewers, don't see tell us tell us if it's different. You you when if you say you are targeting someone. You like the whole name is the point of the the call, right? Like you are targeting their, you know, to hurt, like you know, in a, in it's a hit. malicious intent way, which it may not end up being malicious, but you know, targeting is that you know you are targeting with your the crown of your helmet to a an area that is dangerous. You hit his hip, <laughs> like. <laughs> Somebody's hip gets hit every single play in a football game. Uh, so if the rule has been adjusted to where it's just leading with the crown of the helmet, regardless of where you hit him, I, I mean, I think that's a bad addition, a bad change to the rule. Uh, yeah, right. Um, but I 100% agree. 100% agree.
0: And, and you know, that I think that played a major factor. It
1: drained it. I mean, here's another. Here's,
0: here's another factor that people will be like, ah, I don't know about that. But I'm like, when I saw it, I was like, oh shoot. It was Robbie Ashford's 20th birthday. Right. Like, of course the dudes want to go want to going to go out there and win on his birthday and play an insane game. And sure enough, he did. He played a good game until you know, obviously the second half, the defense just made adjustments and dominated. But I mean, I I fully believe that that was a factor. You, the dude, dude, you can't tell me that you don't have some more motivation on your birthday or a sure. really important
1: sure day
0: in your life. You know, like when you're doing anything, like you're gonna have you're gonna have more motivation than than you typically do, uh, and that was evident. Like the Robbie Ashford we saw in the first half was not the Robbie Ashford that we saw at all, Another game, at, at yeah. any other point in the season, uh, in this season. So I, I think that played a factor. um Obviously, LSU being in their first – this this LSU team and this coaching staff having all that having to come together and being in their first true SEC road game. And, you know, I got to be honest. I underestimated Jordan here. I thought it would be a little down. It was jumping,
1: of, bro. I thought Ooh, it would jumping. be a little
0: down because of the situation that's going on at Auburn with with Brian Harson and, and it all unfolding and falling apart, but dude, they had it packed out and jumping. Yeah. So like all yeah. the all those factors I think played a part uh in <clears throat> the result that you had in the first half. Um yeah. now I'm not saying that, you know that was the main thing because LSU also shot itself in the foot a lot in the first half. I mean, there was constant penalties. You had, you had four special teams penalties in the first half alone that were just egregious. You had, you had drops in the first half that killed drives. I mean, you had a lot of mistakes and what was one of our keys to success, Reagan, that we mentioned on Friday. One of the things that I mentioned, don't shoot yourself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Don't shoot yourself in the foot because the only way that this is going to be a game is if you shoot yourself in the foot. And Get they shot themselves mm-hmm. in the foot a lot in the first half. A lot. And kudos to LSU for making adjustments and 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 cleaning up some of that in the second half and completely dominating the second half. Um I just got to say this, the defense, I know last, I think it was the state game. I said, you know, I think what won you the game was the decision to go tempo the entire second and a half. And I know we argued about that in the defense. This this game was literally the defense. It was the yeah. defense. Because the offense was almost non-existent, uh, other than a couple of big plays. You know, the right. pass to yeah. John Emery to get yourself in a great position to score a touchdown there when they finally decided to kind of stick to the running game a little bit more and you had the John Emery touchdown that he ran in, um, which that was a big frustration. I'll talk about that later. But if you don't score the defensive touchdown, you lose, you lose. But the defense played so well in the second, late second through the entire rest of the second half, late second quarter, second half, they got they put they they stopped the bleeding. They really did. Yeah. They stopped the bleeding. I mean, it was
1: I mean, you or, blanked them. You you, you blanked, blanked them, them in the second half.
0: LSU in the last 3 games have only allowed 3 points in the second half. That's yeah. crazy. They shut out New Mexico, they allowed three 14 straight possessions and yeah. no points, no points allowed in the second half versus Auburn. The defense won this game. They, they kept you in the game, yeah. and they won you this game, period.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the defense continues to be uh, – I mean, you're, you're constant. Uh, now, I mean, they they didn't have their best game. I mean, they didn't have their best game, but they still played great. Um, uh, I mean, they probably allowed too many passing yards. I mean, there was too many passing yards allowed. I mean, it was over 300 for a guy who has not looked good. Um for the most part, I think they held the running game in check. I mean, yeah. guys like uh, Bigsby uh, and Hunter. Uh, now, Hunter was really good in the passing game for Arkansas, which played into those yard those yardage, uh, allowing too many um, <laughs> yards in the passing game. But you had three ter- turnovers defensively, and you had one uh, in special teams with the muff punt. Um, so – yeah, your defense won you this game. They kept you in it. Um, you get punched in the mouth really early, and then they they just put up a—I a, a, mean—a stone wall. Uh, it seems like after they got they got down. Uh, I mean, they they gave you the life that you needed. You needed something really bad. I mean, you were dead in the water. You were—I mean, nothing was going right for you. Yeah, your offense had done absolutely nothing. Um, and the play by B.J. Ojolari, oh, my goodness. I, I, I mean, what a brilliant play. I, I mean, that was an, an effort play. Um, Brian Kelly described it today in his press conference as a captain's play. Um, <laughs> he didn't give up on the play. He pursued him uh, with, with complete 110% effort. Uh, and as soon as Robbie Ashford stopped to try and set his feet and throw, BJ made the play strip sack. The ball bounced your way right into Jay Ward's hands. Perfect. And there was nothing but green in front of him. Uh, I mean, that was a brilliant play uh, by BJ. And BJ continues to be incredible. Um, I mean, you just gotta pfft. guys on the, the guys on the defense continue to be awesome. Jay Ward, BJ Ojolari. Golly, Harold Perkins. Oh, my goodness. Micah Baskerville and Greg Brooks. Greg Continue. Brooks. Oh, and, and Micaiah Garner. Dude, Micaiah Garner is like the highest rated uh, DB in the SEC right now by Pro Football Focus. His grading is the highest. Uh, and, dude, what a lick he laid on that guy coming yeah. off that screen. He, he read it great. He got off his block, and, boy, Just he laid the word.
0: him and laid him down. Um, Go to sleep.
1: Yeah, great tackle. Um, um, and, and you know, kind of a momentum boost. Uh, it was similar to the, that Greg Brooks tackle against Mississippi State. Yeah. Um, but man, I, I mean, your defense continues to be awesome. I mean, they just continue to be awesome. You, you, uh, you take the lead, uh, and and then I can't remember if this was. I think it was the fourth quarter. Uh they're yeah, it was fourth quarter. You know, they're driving and they get to the red zone. Um, and then they try to run that stupid trick play with Coy Moore, who just (laughs) (laughs) yeah, who just throws it up there. uh, You know, Harold Perkins, he's right there. Michael went up to get it.
0: He went up to get it.
1: Yeah, he went up and got it. Uh Michael Baskerville calls the pressure on Coy. I mean, he was moving swiftly uh at coy you know caused him to panic you know and just toss it and Harold Perkins went up and got the ball it was it was awesome um it, it really was and then of course i mean of course uh the final turnover by Greg Brooks was was timed executed absolutely perfectly uh best tackle goes to Ashford on the INT return right yeah, he, he led yeah, he did. But. He
0: clocked him because, dude. I mean, if 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 Asher doesn't make the effort to make that tackle, Greg Greg Brooks houses it, and it's a second touchdown for the defense.
1: Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I I thought he was about to take it to the house. Oh I, yeah. I thought he was. I, I did
0: too. I didn't think Ashford was going to come out of nowhere and just clock him.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he did. He did. Um, but that play, uh, anticipating. Uh, the ball, knowing the route. Um, I, I don't know if you caught this or not. And I think it was. It. I think it was. Maybe it was the press conference today, or maybe maybe it was a post game press conference. I can't remember. Uh, but Brian Kelly told Matt ha- or, or excuse me, Matt House, house told Brian Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Hey, he's about to get it right he's here." About to get this one. Uh, they had run, you know, kind of the same concept, same play, uh, uh, and and Greg Brooks. Knew the route concept and had seen it, uh, and he had attempted to do it earlier, but was was just just shy of getting it. Um, they, they 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 you know set up the robber uh, coverage, and he makes, I mean times it. He was waiting on and it, it, took the ball, made it happen. Just took, and of course with our uh, our opening you know edit there, uh, graphic there at the beginning, it was a very Tyron Matthew. Uh, esque play. I mean, yeah. just just running up, taking the ball from him like that. Uh, and, of course, um, Moore involved in his second turnover of the night. <laughs> uh, thank you. Got to love it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you, you just – you got to know better, bro. You got to know better as an SEC football player that you just don't go out there and make claims like that Keep your mouth before shut. a game. And boy, he he ate those words. He did. Um, I mean, you you throw a pick, you, you get stripped or inter you know intercepted, whatever whichever you call it. Um, yeah, And being involved in two turnovers after making that statement was not a good look for Coy at all. <laughs> um, and, he, and of he, course, as Tiger fans, you loved it. He, he gave
0: them the game. They yeah. they were they they were in the inside the fifteen. Was it? On the pick that he threw, and they were inside. I oh, think yeah. thirty-five. Uh, no,
1: the maybe, the last,
0: or maybe it was a little bit shorter. I don't remember. Yeah,
1: they they had like just just crossed the field. Well, see, it was so all, LSU Auburn-esque because you get the muff punt, and you're like, oh, we're about yes. to ice the game. We're, we're done. Yeah, it's, over. it's yeah, you know. And then Brian Kelly in his press conference today tells you that there was a miscommunication on the play with the offensive line. And apparently like one part of the offensive line was going left. One was going right. Uh, Somebody pulled when they shouldn't have, uh, which caused like this jumbled mess uh, that, that made it very difficult for John Emery. And in the mix of the mess, uh, the ball jars loose. Um, And you're like, crap. Well, now you, you know, now you got to, get another stop, and then Greg Brooks goes with the turnover. I mean, it was one, two, three, just like that, and you're like, gosh, this is nuts. You know, it's yeah, just it another – it is just another wild game uh, for LSU and Auburn, uh, closer than it needed to be, but probably as close as we should have expected it to be. I mean, with yeah. this, with this type of series.
0: At, at Before the muff point, I definitely was in a mindset of crap. They're about to have the perfect – opportunity here auburn that being auburn to drain a lot of clock yeah go down and the field on a very on right. a tired yeah. offense and try and win the game and that yeah. and they uh, they did that after the muff punt the, i mean the defense was tired they had been holding all night uh been 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 they had shut them out the entire second half of course they were tired yeah. and they were going to give up a little bit and that's exactly what they did but you know Greg Brooks saved the day.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. It was an awesome play. And to talk about the offense a little bit, I mean, uh, I know it was dead in the water and, and there's a lot of concerns with the offense. I'm not gonna say many good things about the offense, but I really liked the play call uh for Jaden Daniels on the second touchdown uh before the half. Yeah. Uh again, I mean, you the 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 read was perfect. Uh I mean it may have been a designed that way i'm pretty sure it was but it, i'm pretty sure it was a read option type thing uh where he either hands it off or pulls it uh, it was perfect um i mean a, a, the entire line is expecting uh you to hand the ball off uh they split a tight end out uh and so the the whole line converges um, <laughs> the hey, end guy goes out yeah. You know, it's taken away with the with the tight end to make sure you don't dump it off, and it, it, he trotted it in. It was it was a great play call. Um, and how about, gosh, how about John Emery's run? Yeah. I mean, I mean the the pass was breaks great. The
0: tackle, breaks the face mask, breaks another tackle, breaks another tackle, then trots in.
1: I, I On mean, high the high step, the pass to set it up to or well no the, that that pass was. To set up Jaden Daniels. That I'm was the first touchdown. Yeah. yeah, that was the still, first John offensive Emory had touchdown. John a
0: heck of a game, bro. An amazing John, game.
1: John Emery played well. I will also say Josh Williams played well. The dude yeah. runs hard, very reliable, uh, um, extremely reliable. Uh, I mean, when you needed something, Josh Williams went out there and did it. Uh, when he needed got the you first to,
0: down to ice the game,
1: to steal the game, on Josh Williams.
0: I mean, how nerve wracking was that going? Reagan going third and three. We have to pick up this third and three, and it's a long third and three. And every single body, every single person in the building knows you're running the ball, and Josh Williams goes and gets
1: it. You just inserted you. You asserted your will, and and, and you got the first down. Now, I mean, look, we were in our, we were in their territory. If you don't pick it up, and it's fourth and, you know, one fourth and inches, I'm going for it um, to to seal the game. But Josh Williams, you know, without question, goes out there uh, and gets the, the job done yep. and, and seals the game for you. Um, but man, yeah, that that run was incredible. I mean, to shed that linebacker the way he did, it looked like it was about to be just a stuffed run. Yeah, Sheds the linebacker, takes the face mask, and yes, he high stepped it in the end zone. It was awesome. I'm glad I he didn't get penalized. Him. I was about to say, I was surprised. I'm glad he didn't I'm get him penalized for it. Like, oh. <laughs> but, I mean, you got to, you got, in the moment, you gotta love it for the guy. I mean, it was a, it was a heck of a run, uh, and I was happy for him. Um, but look, overall, uh, offensively it was not great at all. Not great. Your your run game was solid. Your passing game was horrendous. Uh, yeah, was this bad. game it was inexcusable. Uh, you sealed the game though with Garrett. Nuss- we didn't even, we didn't even mention this, Zach. You sealed the game with Garrett Nussmeyer in for from like majority of the fourth quarter yep. um hats oh, so off you know in. for the team to have resolve even when Jaden goes out you sealed the deal and Jaden went supposedly um I think I heard this correctly um but it was Brian Kelly's decision to pull Jaden like he could have gone back in um he was having a lot of pain with his knee um wasn't you know, able to function like he normally would within the offense, felt like he was kind of holding the offense back. Brian Kelly makes the decision to pull him and send uh, Garrett out there. Um, and look, you, you get the job done. You got the job done. Um, so even though it's closer than you want it to be, it was not clean by any stretch of the imagination. Your defense, you know, get, got you stop after stop, turnover after turnover, uh, scored you a touchdown. Uh, You stayed within it enough. The offense did just enough to get you a dub on the road in the Plains, which is big regardless of how they look. I mean, it's a win's a win. Just looked it
0: up. Uh, A lot of people didn't think it was that long. uh, Garrett actually came in with like almost 12 minutes left in the the fourth quarter. It It was a long time. Yeah, like he played basically the entire fourth fourth quarter quarter. because Auburn had the ball before that. Let's see. Yeah, he – I think he did play the entire fourth quarter. LSU scored in the third quarter with three minutes. uh, Let's see. Yeah, Auburn scored in the third quarter with – or excuse me, LSU. LSU scored in the third quarter with three minutes and thirty-two seconds left. Auburn got the ball back, and the very first possession LSU has in the fourth quarter is Garrett Nussmeyer. Garrett Nussmeyer finished the game the entire fourth quarter. So people like yep. are people are like, oh yeah, Garrett came in and he kind of closed out the last two drives. No, was long he played yeah. one, two, three, four drives, um, and ended. The I mean, it game. wasn't great. It, it wasn't was a
1: great. But your team held on to the lead and did what they needed to do. Yes. Even with that adversity. So, still, great. I I mean, it's a good win. It's a good win. It's not – it wasn't clean by any means. You have to execute better, um, but you got the win. Um, All right, Zach, we need to hit a quick break, and then we will come back right after this, and we will wrap the show up with our final segment on – uh, our concerns uh, so we'll see you right after this five star hero your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show they ain't ready for that LSU go check out all of his other music on all the major platforms Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at SaintsAnthem. anthem and at Twitter at one Nation doty Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his saints and LSU merchandise five star hero. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. All right, right back at it here for our final segment, our biggest concerns for the game. Zach, what are your concerns? (sighs)
0: <sighs> the slow starts are uh, obviously a concern because it has become a pattern. Yeah. Um, it. I mean, the only game that they didn't have a slow start was against Southern. And a lot yeah. of that was due to the fact that you had some fumbles and Southern was really, really bad. <laughs> so, But against Florida State, slow start. Against Mississippi State, slow start. Against New Mexico, slow start. Against Auburn, slow start. Now, it's already hurt you in one game, but in three games, you've been able to get past it. You've been able to be okay. Now that you're getting into the thick of SEC play, you can't continue to do that. You have to play a full 60-minute game and dominate both halves. You have to. You cannot continue to rely on the defense to hang on for you in the second half of a football game. I mean, it's been awesome to watch them do that because they've been holding it down for the LSU offense to be able to get going in the second half when defenses are typically at their worst and they wear down. Um. So, you have got to do better at starting fast and, and helping the defense out in the second half. Um, because it's going to come back to bite you, but it already did yep. in the first game. It will for, for certainly it will for sure do it again. Uh, yep. if you continue to play like that in the sec, um, my other biggest concern, uh, I, I am worried about the passing game. Um, like, we have really good receivers, and we are just not I, – I contribute to, to a lot of things. Uh, I think Jaden definitely has to make some better plays. He's got to take some risk. Now, he has played perfect, not turning the ball over, but I think him being so – um, I want to, I guess, risk advert. <laughs> like, he is so – focus on not turning the ball over that it is actually hurting him in a sense. It's not, it's not a bad thing because LSU isn't turning the ball over, but you are not able to get the offense going. LSU has got to do a better job of getting Jack Besh involved. I know we've mentioned that, but Mason Taylor, I think Mason Taylor is going to be a great player. Um, You know, he, he shined in the Florida state game, um, but he's young. Um, and with a quarterback that has troubles uh, in the short to intermediate passing game, like Jaden, um, we need somebody out there that can make, that make the catches, uh, that can make the tough catches. And Mason's just not making those catches right now. He's just not. Uh, they're catchable balls for sure. Um, but I think somebody like Jack Besh in his position would be able to help out the quarterback a lot more so than – Mason Taylor as a true freshman is right now. I'm not saying that Mason Taylor is a bad player. I'm not saying that he won't eventually be a great player in that position, but I think right now with the personnel that you have at quarterback, you need somebody and you heard Brian Kelly talk about it to the wide receivers at yeah. halftime. They they mentioned it after the break um that their receivers have to help out the quarterback uh because they were dropping the ball a lot and that is another big concern. It's a big concern because you haven't seen that a whole lot these past few weeks, but you saw it a lot in the Auburn yep. game and at very crucial moments in third downs, yep um in in second and longs when you needed to get a little bit of something and to to make it third and manageable and you and you just don't catch the ball. The receivers got to do a better job at at bringing in the the, the ball before. Before the run, bringing in the catch before the run, uh, and helping JD out because he had at least six to eight balls that were dropped. I know he went eight for eleven. He didn't pass or what was it, eight for twenty. I'm sorry. He went eight for twenty. He didn't. You know, JD didn't look good. He wasn't. He wasn't at his best as well, which is concerning. But the receivers have got to help him out. Uh, I don't put a whole whole lot of blame on JD like a lot of these fans are doing because. I mean, it should be obvious. Like, did you not watch the game that I watched where they dropped it multiple times on crucial downs? Like, yep. that was very, very uh, disheartening to watch um, on Saturday night. And so they have got to get that cleaned up. I, I think it would be smart of Denbrock. I, I think Denbrock has called offense pretty, the offense pretty well. Um, but I think – you know he could probably do a little bit better with this person, the personnel that he that he has, and getting them involved. I mean, Kayshawn Butte was only targeted like what twice,
1: maybe, maybe, yeah, like yeah. You, yeah. You, you two, three times, maybe. You
0: can't not target Kayshawn. You can't target yeah. Kayshawn only twice in a ball game. Like I know they did the the end around and it end up getting called back because of the the penalty, but you got to target him. That's three times. That's like maybe three times. I know he had the yeah. one short catch. Uh, he had the drop, which is on him. I mean that's that's on him, but you you gotta target, you gotta get more vertical with this. There's there's too yeah. much of these little short three yard, five yard out routes. Yeah. Um, and I get those that's that's kind of a branch off of your running game because your running game hasn't looked great. But Reagan, the running game, I I know we're talking about biggest concerns, but the running game looked great. Yeah, it was your great best this week. And I really you had like,
1: like six understand. yards of carry. Yeah, no, like six I, car- yards carrying. And there this was week.
0: times in the game where I was like, "Why are we going away from this?" Like, why? yeah, that's yeah. A, that. And so I said that to lead to this point. That's concerning. Like, as an offensive play caller, in my head, and look, I'm just a couch. I'm just a couch fan, right? I like, I'm just a couch coach. But like, you were gashing <laughs> them. You were gashing Run them.
1: The ball. <laughs>
0: keep running it. Keep running it until they were expected and until they call it. And then when that happens, when they start respecting it, then you you go go over the top with
1: it. Play action. But go they the were top. like yeah. running
0: the ball on first down, gash them on second, and then you know, like on second down or third down, when you had like you know, third and manageable, they were or, or third and short, they were passing it. And I was like, Yeah, like, or on second and manageable, you're passing it. Like run the ball again. You just gash them for six yards. Like Maybe you run the ball again this time and you get four yards, three yards, but it makes it even more manageable for the offense. And the playbook opens up drastically when you have third and short, third and manageable. But there and there was there was too many times where I thought where I saw them drop back on first and ten or second and ten. And I was a, after you saw what they were doing on the run game, and that confused me. I, I don't understand yeah. why you go away from something that is very obviously working. So that frustrated me. Um, I think that's an offensive coordinator thing that 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 Den Brock has to maybe adjust a little bit. Now again, I'm just I'm just a coach, I'm just a coach, couch coach, couch coach, coach couch, whatever you want to call me. But um it just seems like common sense. Like if you're gassing them for six yards, run that thing. Run that thing. Like yeah. you don't need to step back. You don't have to worry about receivers dropping balls. You don't have to worry about Jaden being inaccurate or him throwing an interception or him having a scramble or him getting sacked if you're gashing them on first second and third down with the run so <laughs> keep with it keep with it um so that yeah i mean uh, that's a lot of my concerns i know you have some so i'll shut i'll shut up and let you go um but those are some things that you know i'm i'm like if LSU doesn't get those corrected like on saturday they'll get they'll get their butts kicked and, yeah, I can't correct. But the, it's it's completely fixable things. Completely fixable things. And and I mentioned this earlier, but it's good. I will I'll, I'll I'll I'm going to save this for Friday. I'll I'll save that for Friday. But yeah, you've got to correct those things or you're going to get killed on Friday on Saturday.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, your concerns are, are are my concerns. The the passing game was was inexcusable uh this past week. Uh and I think Brian Kelly hit it on the head. He was like, "Hey, uh it's a little on Jaden, it's a little on receivers and it's a little on the coaches here we 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 gotta do a better job of of calling the right play to get these playmakers in the hands Jaden has got to rip the thing like he's got to quit you know being paralysis by analysis is what he keeps saying uh he's you know he literally said his thing today hey he ain't throwing any interceptions but I'm okay if he throws an interception or two. If he's, you know, trying to, you know, get it in some tight windows, make some plays, put it in the playmakers' hands, you know, let it I mean, happen. Do we not, do we not hit, remember
0: fourth and three versus State?
1: Right. You have, you have too much talent at the receiver position to not be letting it to to not let it fly, dude. I mean, you almost have the complete opposite problem, right? Like, Jaden's kind of like really protecting the ball, maybe a little bit too much. And then with like Nussmeier, it's like, hey, whoa, like, you know, pump you need the brake, take, like, <laughs> take care of the ball. Um, but yeah, man, he's just got to go out there, and he's got to, he, he's got to start letting it fly some. I mean, uh, I mean, you can't overdo it, you know. But I mean, try to get it in some windows, man. Uh, you know, don't overthink it too much uh and i think there was some of that this week and uh, i mean obviously there were some drops i mean uh, there were some balls that, that hit guys straight in the hands and they just dropped it it may have been a little bit behind them but dude it hit you in the hands uh i i didn't like that there was like i'm okay with it but it's like why are you featuring plays for mason taylor and not other guys like if you want to get the passing game going like that's yes you can do some of those plays but not it was like it was the only guy i, I mean yeah like he was the only God. one like do this with Kayshawn, and he was failing move, like if if Kayshon's getting doubled every single time out there in the y move him into the slot do something different with him um like Make defenses change. I, I mean, you gotta mix it up somehow so the passing game get going. You gotta catch the balls that are catchable and hit you in the hands. And Jaden, I think, has to let it go a little bit more. Um, those are my concerns. You gotta get started faster. If you don't do those things this weekend, if you don't execute better this weekend, uh, you're gonna get beat, and you're probably gonna get beat straight up. So um, we're on the same page with our with our concerns. Um, so. All right, guys. We appreciate all of you who are have been commenting and interacting. I think we got a few comments here. Ask the least. We...
0: first, first off, bro, bro, it's tell me ta.
1: It's <laughs> tell me ta. Hashtag ask the Least. Tell me
0: ta. We don't do ask the. There's too many. There's you know we, we got too many podcasts that do hashtag ask the or ask somebody. It's tell me. Tell me, me. Tell me. Tell me something good. <laughs> tell me ta. That that's that's the way you gotta ask us. Uh, But he says, let's fix it for him. He says, tell me, T.A., should we try starting a QB at the QB position this week? I understand. I understand your frustration, Sipper. I really do. Um,
1: But Jaden's your best path to success. But Jaden
0: is your best path to success. Um, I understand that him protecting the ball um, is hurting him. But I would much rather somebody protect the ball. I will do better. And and when you ball games, uh, with his feet, then I mean, then then Nuss go out there and just heave it up and turn the ball over and not even give your offense a chance. Um, I mean, he turned the ball over twice against the worst team this team has played this, this season. He turned over twice and they were bad, bad turnovers like, yeah, no need, no, no, n- not necessary at all. Um, Uh, and the throws that he made, but yet he was trying to do too much. And and that's what happened. Now I will say Garrett seemed a lot more mature and poised against Auburn. It seemed like he was making, you know, make doing what he needed to do in order to keep LSU in that ball game and, and just, you know, just game manage. Um, So I, yeah, I appreciated seeing that from Garrett Nussmer. That's very encouraging. I hope, I hope we see more of that moving forward. For sure. Cause I, I, I think, I think me and you can both agree that Garrett probably has an edge, uh, as a passer, uh, a little bit more than, than Jaden does. I, I think me and you can both agree on that. Um, but Jaden, right now, right now is your best path to winning football games. And that's what this team's trying to do. Um, he's got to be, and also a you're, with. he's coachable.
1: Like, like the, 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 the Holding the ball too long because you're worried about making a mistake, that's coachable. That's coachable. Right. Like, that's not a – a like, you're just not physically able to make the throw. You're, you're not, you know, you're not athletic enough to do this or that. The dude's an athlete, and the dude can make the throw. Uh, you just got to coach him and, and watch the film. Hey, this is a, a, a place where you can make this throw. You need to be looking at this and this. It's coachable stuff. Walker, Walker. Yeah. He's, he's taking the red shirt. He's going to take his red shirt this year. I mean, that's kind of been a known thing.
0: Yeah, and that's that's his decision. I mean, I think
1: – his parents, yeah.
0: I think, you know, if – if you know, best case scenario, I mean, yeah, Walker probably the starter. I mean, let's be honest. He probably – because he's the best quarterback in the, in the room. But they – he himself, Brian Kelly, I mean, we just have to accept, even though he is the best quarterback in the room – And the QB room, we just have to accept that they want him to sit a year and develop and learn the playbook, uh, which is good. I mean, think about think about how awesome it's going to be for him to sit an entire year under Brian Kelly, Mike Denbrock, and those older veteran, more veteran QBs. I know they're not uh, the ceiling for them may not be as high as it is for Walker, but. You know, getting some of the experience that he doesn't have and learning from some of that experience and wisdom, um, and and getting a full season off season to to learn the (coughs) playbook. I mean, that is going to do dividends uh, for LSU. So, um, you know, I I understand your frustration. I definitely do, Um, but we are going to have to accept that the QB situation is what it is um i'll answer
1: his last comment there uh and then we'll we'll have to wrap up he says are we better to in the long run getting through the bumps with us versus one-dimensional jd i, I mean i'm not trying to be ugly or anything but like i just i disagree that that Jaden's one-dimensional i mean the dude threw for over 200 yards in the mississippi state game uh threw for uh over 60 percent in that game um, he didn't play an entire quarter and, this and, and game and ran and an ran
0: entire quarter of this game
1: and ran for over a hundred yards. I mean, he put up 300 yards on his own of offense, 200 of, of it through the air, a hundred of it through uh, on, on the ground. Uh, and he's been efficient in the passing game, except for this game. Uh, it has not been a deep threat. There hadn't been a, you know, a long vertical threat, but the dude hadn't been terrible in the passing game. Um, uh, But Nussmeier, the bumps are too, are 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 too, too much of a risk, too much of a liability right now. Uh, I mean, do you
0: trust Brian Kelly? That's the question.
1: uh, Do you? Jaden is a is a guy who started a lot of games in Power Five. He has a poise. He has a a demeanor. He is a leader. um, And it's his it's his game. I mean, we're not going. I, I don't we're not going to make a change at quarterback this year. I mean, that's just what it is. Um, the The turnovers is too much with, with Nussmeier. And, I mean, just the sample size of what you've seen from Nussmeyer from last year when he played against Arkansas, he threw two picks. He threw two picks again against Southern this year. Uh, I mean, he's very turnover-prone, and it, it's you just can't do it. I mean, you we, we can't give a guy who is so turnover-prone the ball and the keys to the offense in a in a um,
0: season where these games are going to a lot of these yeah. games are coin flip games that are going to be decided by you know maybe a touchdown or less
1: you you go with the guy who has experience um and you go with the guy who also protects the ball so Anyways, appreciate we, we do appreciate your 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 input though and your uh, your thoughts there. I mean, obviously Jaden is not perfect. We know that uh, it's got to get better, uh, and I think it will. I mean, throughout the season, he's going to begin to trust these receivers there, more. I think he's going to lose
0: less to be desired for sure.
1: Look, Brian Kelly knows. I mean, I mean, three people asked him questions about it today in the press conference. Uh, about passing and receiving and Jaden letting it go and all that. Like, he knows. They're going to address it this week. It it, it most likely will be a point of emphasis this week of him getting rid of the ball, making the throws. The dude's an accurate thrower. Like, you go watch some of his highlights, the dude can make some throws. He's not the best short-route thrower or whatever, but anyways, dude make a throw. He just has to let it go. All right, guys, we appreciate all your input and all your your comments, and uh, it's been a great show. We're looking forward to this weekend. It's a big game. We will obviously be here on Friday night to cover that, but we're going to hit a quick break right before – we're going to hit a quick break, and then we'll wrap the show up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show – and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, once again, we do appreciate all of y'all coming in and joining in Uh, the show. We love doing this. We love interacting with y'all. So every chance you get, come join in the show, get involved, comment, uh, do some Tell Me TA. Uh, We love it. We really do, and we enjoy doing this. So we'll catch you on Friday as we preview the big game kicking off at 11 a.m. in Death Valley this weekend against the number eight-ranked Tennessee Volunteers. We'll cover that this coming Friday in the Tigers Avenue. We'll see you next time. Five-star hero, take us out. Peace.
0: And the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers Who that, who that fire stuff?